The exploding hammer festival in Mexico leaves 43 people injured. And how are New York City strip clubs handling the coronavirus outbreak? And paintball guns have been approved for use by landowners in order to haze bears in Montana. This is the Weird News for Wednesday. This is Jonesy, and this is uh, Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I think some of this might be funny. At least you'll learn something. Dozens of people have been injured in the Exploding Hammer Festival in Mexico. This event takes place every year. It involves people attaching a mixture of sulfur and chlorate to the ends of sledgehammers. They then smash the sledgehammers against wooden rail beams, making the hammer tip explode and send massive clouds of smoke into the air and Usually the person swinging the hammer is knocked on their ass, and my guess is they're a little less able to hear afterward. I mean, it's very, very loud. I watched a YouTube video of it. I can't believe the damn thing exists. The participants are flung backwards with a great force. Uh, this year, one man hurt his leg in the blast and had to be carried off on a stretcher. Others were less seriously injured, bringing the total to 43 uh, which is up from about 37 last year. <laughs> these people just whack these hammers on the boards. They explode and send them flying in the sky. This is such a strange festival. I did a, a what was it, a segment on some of the weirdest festivals around the world, and I don't remember this one at all being on the list. It happens in the small town of San Juan de la Vega, Uh it's famous for this festival, which is dedicated to a saint, St. John the Baptist. Um, according to the legend, the town's namesake, San Juan de la Vega, was the victim of a theft from bandits who took all his gold. And so St. John the Baptist helped get it back and became a Mexican Robin Hood. Uh, what does it have to do with hammers? Though? What's the link between St. John and some hammers? That's what I was expecting this article to tell me. What I can see here is that a uh, little information on St. John the Baptist, he's fascinatingly not recognized by the Catholic Church because of his Robin Hood-like persona, which he's he was known for robbing mule drivers and then giving the money to the poor, apparently. Uh, the festival is rather atypical. In addition to celebrating the saint with prayers and parties and food and a procession in which mule drivers and thieves reenact a robbery, the locals take to the streets, wielding the hammers, and they smash them into the concrete and onto wood, and make, it makes a lot of noise, and it looks extremely dangerous, exploding hammers in their face. Many of them are wearing earplugs and face masks, but some of them are very daring, and they're wearing nothing, and I'm like, how do you... How do you survive the exploding hammer in your face when your face... you got to at least wear a coronavirus mask, I'd imagine, at least, so that it would protect you. <laughs> and despite many events from local officials and parents to ban the practice of these exploding hammers, uh, to stop the injuries that it regularly causes each year, this tradition has carried on for 300 years. Uh, as one of the hammer makers said, it's very extreme but we do it for the saint. Yes, it's very extreme. 300 years of hammer explosions? That seems... The sledgehammer's been around 300 years. I don't know anything about uh, sledgehammer history, but that seems like a long time to be doing this festival. 300 years. 
This year, a whopping 6,000 people attended this festival. Uh, over 100 police officers were also present, as well as ambulances, to take care of the inevitably injured. Uh, yeah, so I did not include this on the weird festival thing. I got to highly recommend this, though. I mean, the YouTube video I watched, it looks outstanding. I'm not, I don't know if I would wield one of the hammers myself, um, because I'm not sure how my insurance works in Mexico. But, yeah, oh, for sure, a fun thing to attend, you know, just party it up and watch people like nearly kill themselves all day it seems very strange look that up google that exploding hammer festival mexico maybe i'll see you there sometime the coronavirus outbreak is ruining a lot of businesses especially travel and i know that because i was just traveling at the airport empty both in japan and then when i arrived in la empty unbelievable um, the fallout of that was it, it gave the TSA a lot more time on their hands to really scrutinize everybody, and I got searched twice. <laughs> and they took away my bananas. I was very upset about that. Uh, but many businesses are suffering. How are strip clubs handling it? Well, if you're wondering that, you'll be happy to know that I found an article that says how New York City strip clubs are handling the coronavirus outbreak. The article says, the dancing may be dirty, but New York strip clubs are keeping it clean during the coronavirus outbreak. Local strip clubs are doing just fine amid, amid the amounting fears by making it rain hand sanitizer and monitoring the strippers' possible exposure to the deadly coronavirus. Making it rain hand sanitizer? That's bizarre. Uh, Flash Dancers NYC, which has locations in Times Square and Tribeca, is conducting thorough deep cleans twice a day between each shift. Hmm. The strippers are also wearing face masks. No way. Are you serious? There's no video, so I can't really confirm, but <laughs> the article says they're wearing face masks and they're making it rain. <laughs> hand sanitizer. I'd imagine there's got to be a hand sanitizer on every damn table. And if so, if you're going to get a lap dance... Like, the stripper and you need to really... You basically got to wash yourself down with hand sanitizer before and after the lap dance, I'd imagine. Yeah. The thorough deep cleans twice a day. I don't know. Do you trust the strip club's uh, report on how many times the strippers are cleaning? <laughs> I mean, these uh, these dancers are, aren't very reliable men. I mean, I'm supposed to trust that they're keeping it clean? Um, and if I see a dancer wearing a face mask, that's... I mean, I'm relieved, but I'm not turned on at all. Um, <laughs> still, the article says, panic over being exposed in crowded spaces has seriously stalled the stock market and airlines around the globe, spurring widespread quarantines and event, event cancellations, as well as slashed ticket prices on Broadway. Uh, yeah, in fact, in, in my travels, for sure, uh, while in Japan, I attempted to go to a couple galleries and museums, um, one of which was a very weird museum that I was going to shoot a video for and put it up on the Patreon for Weird AF News. They have this thing called the Parasite Museum. And within that, they have the the largest preserved, uh, what is that? Oh, tapeworm. Yeah, it's like 18 meters long or something. Very weird museum, but closed. Ghibli Museum, closed. Everything was closed. Uh, Vivid Cabaret, though, in Midtown, says they're still open. 
the dancing is still happening. They got hand, sanit hand sanitizer stations around the club, they say. And they're taking precautions with the dancers going in and out. Oh, really? You're taking precautions with the dancers going in and out? Are you making them wear a bio suit when they leave the club? I mean, how are you making sure that what they're doing outside the club is okay? I mean, these are strippers after all. Do you think when they leave the club, they're doing stuff that's like clean? <laughs> I'm doubting it. The owner of the club says the club is actively monitoring the dancers' health as well, keeping track if they travel to affected areas or come in contact with others confirmed to have the coronavirus. The lucrative lap dance hustle, however, is about the same as usual, the manager says, but the club is bracing for a change in foot traffic during the busy season for the 2020 NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Ooh. A Tampa, Florida strip club called Deja Vu Showgirls reportedly is giving out 10,000 free face masks to the customers, while Las Vegas' Little Darlings is distributing 50,000 bottles of hand sanitizers for free to the paying customers. And Larry Flint's Hustler Club in Las Vegas released a kinky PSA, urging people to wash their hands. <sighs> what about your dancers, though? Are they washing everything? Um, yeah, I'm going to say the strip club is... Uh, not on the menu during the outbreak. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not a place that anybody should go. That's just my opinion. I'm sorry the industry's going to hurt the strippers. They need our business. But look at There's just some businesses that are just not. They're not virus proof. And a strip club is one of them. Uh, you know, a massage parlor that gives handies also. There's a lot of businesses out there that are just not virus proof. And so I don't recommend. Weird AF News does not recommend you attending. Attending, like you would attend, like a like a cabinet meeting. You have you attended a strip club lately? That's the wrong verb for strip club. Uh, no, uh, weird AF news disclosure doesn't condone visiting strip clubs or hanging out with strippers during this coronavirus outbreak. Just that's my PSA. Okay, how about that? And I, the strippers that listen to my show, I, I apologize. Please call the show though and make a case for yourselves here. I, I will definitely. Publish your call. Um, maybe we can find a common ground where we keep the strip club open, but everybody's wearing a bio suit. Although I can't see that being an enjoyable experience, getting a lap dance in a bio suit. But, I mean, I'm open to suggestions. Well, good news, those of you who live in Montana and are tired of bears. You're uh, now legally allowed to s shoot them with the paintball gun to get them off your property. The Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks announced on Monday that uh, it's been approved. Paintballing and cracker shells can be used by landowners in order to haze bears. They call it hazing. Um, I've never heard haze used in this way. Uh, I equivocate hazing with like some degenerate college activity. But apparently they're hazing the bears as well. Does that mean they're like making them do keg stands? Like how, does, <laughs> how do you haze a bear? Make them run through the quad with their clothes off. What's going on up there in Montana? And by the way, I'm a familiar with paintballing. What what are cracker shells? Anybody anybody in Montana want to call the show and clue me in on what cracker shells are? I'm going to get so many emails for that, by the way. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I suppose I got some Montana fans. Is it a, is it a real issue up there with the bears? Um, must be. Here's, a, here's the quote from the actual announcement. We are excited to announce that we have finally secured paintballing as a legal means of landowners hazing bears. For years, we've been trying to get paintballing approved, and a new federal order does just that. Uh, 
We've expanded the landowner grizzly bear deterrence guidelines with paintballing and cracker shells and playing Nickelback really loud on a boombox. Just kidding. Uh, these have been explicitly approved for public use. Many people have been using these aversive conditioning methods for years, but previously we were operating in a legal gray zone. This order now specifically allows landowners to use these useful and effective conflict prevention tools. Hazing is imperative for keeping bears afraid of people and away from our residences and infrastructure. The bears should be afraid of people, by the way, because the people are carrying viruses. <laughs> Haven't the bears uh, read the tweets that uh, humans are carrying viruses right now and to keep away from us? I'm surprised they're hanging around. Uh, grizzlies are enormous from what I, I know, and I understand that uh, they're just hanging out on your property up there in Montana. Is that what's going on? That would freak me the hell out. Now, there are some smaller bears that are more common in the States uh, that I've seen, and even those are kind of scary. But the, the grizzlies, wow, that just, I, I didn't realize it was such an issue in Montana. Um, is paintballing effective for the grizzlies, I'm wondering? I mean, I've been hit with a paintball gun, and it doesn't really do anything. So, I mean, I was wearing a helmet at the time, but even, I got hit on the bear, the bear, not the bear skin, but like in areas on my body when I was paintballing, I got hit that weren't protected and it didn't hurt that much. I can't see the paintball being effective. You shoot the bear right in the eyes. That seems rather cruel. Why don't you just be, why don't you just be brave and tase the bear? Yeah, get up close to the bear and tase it. If you want it off your property, you, you should earn that, right? <laughs> get on out there. Or why don't you tickle the bear? Just tickle them right off your property. That sounds effective, right? Bears hate to be tickled. You don't believe me? Have you seen? Have you seen Yogi Bear episodes? He hates <laughs> Yogi Bear. What am I, a thousand years old? <laughs> Does anybody know Yogi Bear? Well, this is no laughing matter, seriously. People are are living with grizzlies amongst them. And uh, I'd like to be more familiarized with this, though. And uh, so any of my Montana listeners, please call the show and clue us all in on what's going on up there. 646-450-2012. Love to hear from you. Please don't get mauled by a bear while you're, while you're up there. Um, going to get the mail or whatever. I don't know. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Weird AF News and uh, all the way to the end. You win a prize. <laughs> you get to hear the outro. <laughs> I got some shout outs though. These might be cool. Uh, this is all on Instagram, by the way, and you can reach me on Instagram at Funny Jones. Uh, so a shout out to Karen and Peter from Clydebank. This is Scotland. Oh, man, I was so pleased to learn I had some fans in Scotland listening to the podcast. How cool is that? Uh, Karen writes, Hey, Jonesy, my partner and I listen to you every night while we make dinner. We live in Scotland, and our Google Assistant is to blame for us becoming fans. It started playing Florida Fridays as part of the news updates. So glad it did. You're hilarious. Thank you. Thank you, Karen and Peter. And by the way, do people in Scotland understand the ramifications of Florida? Like... Is this an international known internationally known phenomena the the floor the state of Florida I'm wondering uh please let me know Karen I'm I'm curious about that Or was that like the first time you heard Florida Fridays were you like thinking to yourself wow all of this happened in one place uh also Jenny in Coachella I want to give a shout out to she wrote hey Jonesy you're the first podcast I started following I just typed in weird news and there you were lol are you still in Japan? Hope all is well. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny. I've actually uh, just arrived back in Los Angeles. 
Um, and it's sunny today. Thankfully, I've been dying for some sun. I got some crap weather while I'm, when I was traveling. Uh, Coachella. That's pretty close, too. Jenny Coachella. SoCal, baby. Represent. Also, uh, Stephanie Morrison from Pittsburgh. She wrote, I listen every morning on my way to work. I love Florida Fridays. Thank you, Jonesy. Thank you, Stephanie, for writing, reaching out on the on the gram. Uh, Amy from Hampton, Virginia. I listen to Weird AF News on the way to work, Jonesy. I love Florida Fridays. I lived in Florida growing up, so I definitely know how the Floridians are. Um, yeah, well, if you lived in Florida or grew up in Florida, I mean, my my heart goes out to you, really, for real. And 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 you're a survivor, by the way. You are a total survivor, Amy. That's what that means. You made it out of Florida. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, thanks uh, to all that have reached out to me. Appreciate it. And I, I like to give shout outs to most. And if I've forgotten you, just reach out to me again and I'll, I'll give you a shout out. Uh, during my travels, I've been kind of crazy. Um, so very disorganized. But we're getting right back on track now that I've settled back in Los Angeles. And uh, my microphone that I ordered, because as you know, it broke in Japan. Um, it's on the way. Thanks to Amazon. So... We'll get the microphone back hooked up, and you will have the original quality of the podcast that I like to uh, that I that I want to give you. Um, meanwhile, thanks for bearing with me. Uh, you guys can follow me on, at other places. For instance, on Twitter at Funny Jones, on Facebook Comedian Jonesy, um, and then uh, oh, lastly, check out the Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash Weird AF News, and uh, you can support the show on there. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, enough due diligence today, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.